listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 NFT. I am your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Jim, what it do? How's it going? I feel like I haven't talked to you all year. I'm out. I'm done. I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> Stop it, Jim. No, you haven't talked to me all year long. Yeah. But what's up? Ah, not much. It's uh, it's cold here. But uh, Gregory Price that, says, "Yo, not to be mistaken yeah, for Gregory Soto." Right. Yeah. Which hopefully we get a we get an idea of what Gregory Soto uh, is going to be going for on the marketplace here soon for candy. I know. Yeah. Not tonight, apparently. Not tonight. So our pleas last week, um, they went unheard. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Candy just let us down. We pleaded, we we pleaded, we begged. Let us have the marketplace preview for Monday. That way we could preview it on the show live. Yeah. You know what? One more chance. Let me hit that refresh. No, no, no marketplace, no. Jim. Just like F5, F5. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, but it should come out sometime this week. We should get kind of like the the pre marketplace with uh, listings, and we can at least at that point see what people have available to sell and what uh, what deals there may be to be had. Well, we'll we'll take a look and see, but it's not live right now, so can't talk about it right now too much. Um, but there's some other stuff going on. There is, you know, you're right, like. We can't, it's not live. And I feel like for the past four weeks, we've just been speculating and regulating. So we can't really do it right now. And well, I mean, we can, but it's like, I'm kind of tired of, of doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just kind of want to see it. So as soon as we see it, you know, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on it, but right. it should be this week. And that's what it is. You know, it's like there's only one more week where we can do it. Um, We could keep continuing talking and talking. I feel like we're getting boring now. If we're just going to keep talking about speculating what this marketplace is going to be. So let's kind of move past that. Um, some point this week, though, it will be there. So you will be able to log on to Candy, go to the marketplace, see the live listings, 
Now, you can't purchase them. They're live to the point as if they're on the site. Again, you and I both kind of feel like, mm. for the most part, maybe not all of them will be accurate, you know? Yeah, it'll be nice, though. I mean, by our by the time we are on next week, we should have seen a lot of it, um, and we should be able to kind of preview the marketplace next week. So next week will be a super fun show because we'll have the marketplace to play around with. For sure. I know. So let me ask you this, because I have, I kind of, I text you a theory, an idea as a message last week, because we did talk. And again, this isn't speculating on pricing, but we did mention how we feel like there's probably going to be people that go on there and list things for like a trillion dollars, right? Just to list something for a trillion dollars. Yeah. And then you like, you talk that you probably might see some, some pre paper hands, you know, like, you see some listed for 50 and it's like, Oh, I got listed for 49 now. Cause they want theirs to sell. Mm-hmm. Should we, as a community now, mind you, you got to be on top of this. Okay. Cause you don't want to forget, but should we, as a community and what I mean by the community is the ones that want to go ahead and purchase secondary, right? Should we start listing our stuff up there for like $15 and then say 1159 on January 14th, we just delist everything. And then hopefully everyone else, because all those people, right? All those people that are trying to undercut are probably going to see that like, oh man, I can't believe it's only 15 bucks. Oh, boy. all right, here, 13. <laughs> and then we just all delist and we <laughs> scoop up for $13. Um, it's not a bad idea <laughs> for, for the buyers, <laughs> I guess. Um, I could see maybe you know, some people getting upset if like it was like a coordinated thing. Now, now listen, (laughs) candy in this, in this space that we're talking of today is involved with MLB Mm -hmm. and MLB is all about market manipulation. So all I'm doing, I love it. It's true. Is trying to play in the constraints of the league in which we are participating in. No, that would be fun. It would be kind of funny. I mean, I would imagine we'll see some people put stuff up and then pull it, right? I may even put something up there for for for, for and then pull it. But um, yeah, I'm not really planning. I don't have any duplicates like you do. So I'm not really planning on selling anything, I don't think. Um, but no, that's an interesting strategy. Not something I thought of. Um, I mean, I guess it might work. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so you get all the people who are like, I need to sell this stuff or like, right. I, I, I just want to sell it and flip it. You have all them, you know, seeing the lower prices and then they put their stuff up. They don't, they don't take it off. Everybody else takes it off. Theirs is there. They get scooped up super quick. The next thing you know, the floor is super high because everybody who's buying is holding, but mm-hmm. all the sellers are sold. Still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's, like it's people that are concept. in the know, yeah, all delist. So it's like that <laughs> that next floor, I guess you could say, yeah. is now gone. It's now back to like the normal high pricing. So we yeah. all just scoop up the cheap stuff. Like I get my Juan Soto for forty nine ninety nine. What a deal, you know? And then I'm good. Yeah. Like, what if I list my Juan Soto for like fifteen bucks? Exactly. <laughs> and then five people are like, "Oh man, this guy has his Soto listed for fifteen. I need to do fourteen. Right. Or I might say, okay, well, I'll go first. I'll do it for 20. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Either or. Let's let's get that ballpark down there, though, because I'm trying to snipe on January 15th. 
and I know you are, and there's plenty of yeah. others. So let the people that aren't really in, aren't really active, aren't paying attention, the ones that are coming in like today saying, hey, when's the marketplace opening up, right? I got these things. I'm not really following. I'm not really paying attention. Let them not pay attention. They're not locked in. Let's keep them that way. List their stuff for 40 bucks and below because we might have made them think that it's worth that much. <laughs> and then we scoop it up on January 15th and either keep it or then like relist it for our, you know, $500. It's an interesting concept. I don't know if you could get as many people on board with it. Um, I mean, maybe eh, we'll see. I, I don't know. I, that's an interesting concept that I hadn't heard of. Um, it would work though. I think <laughs> like, I think it would actually work. People would, <laughs> people would be like, Oh crap, I need to list this super cheap. Right. And they would do it. And they're right. Then at the same time, it's just that's it's what it is. But then at the same time, you're going to have so many people then like hawking that moment or hawking that, that, that NFT that will you even have a chance to get it? Because you know, a hundred other people are going to be trying to buy at the same time. It's fine. The the best person wins. You know, good luck to them. Yeah. Which clearly isn't you based off of your mint numbers on plays of the day. No, no, it's not me. <laughs> I will not win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that, that won't work. I think my what well, my best was like three three something. And I mean I'm on there as soon as it opens. Yeah. I mean, you know, I you mean, and I, I are both I at least got double digits at one point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the one day where I thought I did really good on it, I got number 60. So I mean, there were 59 other people there before me. Yeah, you know what? I take it back. I, my best is two, which is a good serial. 222 two, two is my best. Mm -hmm. But still, 221 people were faster than me. Right. When yeah. I clicked it, more or less. At the same so what's, time the as gonna, what's the marketplace going to look like when there's a $14 <laughs> one Soto? <laughs> Probably pretty good. But yeah. my hope is that there's, you know, like... Well, I can't say a bunch because not a bunch to begin with, but you know, it's, it's maybe ten or fifteen of them. We'll see. And then how do you know which one to click on? That's I'm the other thing. Like, it's like, oh, I'm you got like fifteen browsers open. <laughs> then you gotta, then you gotta pick which one you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm having my wife stay home. I'm staying home. I'm inviting some friends over. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know. In theory, I don't know how it would, it would work because I still don't think. I, I really think that anything that is priced super um like when you look at it you're like okay this is a really good value i just think those are going to be scooped up so quick that i don't your odds of getting it are super low yeah i mean how often do you i, I mean i know when i'm looking for something on top shot and it's oh, right, trading right. super quick i I have to click on like 15 different serials before I get to something that says, you know, this is available to purchase. I mean, so it, it's, it's going to be pretty fast. I'm not doubting that one bit, not yeah. one bit, but you know, for the person that does look out, you're welcome right. for all, for the tens of you that are listening, right. Let's get in on this. The dozens and, and uh, dozens. let's do it. The dozens and dozens. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, I'm, I'm telling you, let's do it. I'm down. Now I'll, I'm going to test my theory first because don't be the dumb dumb who lists their $14 and then finds out candy has like some error where you can't delist. So like put up there first for a trillion, make sure you can take it down. And then once you know it's working, 
then list it for $14.99. There you go. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, less speculation on the marketplace, more manipulation about the marketplace on this show, <laughs> and I'm all for it. If it works in our favor, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, it won't I think a lot of people favor. who watch this, you know, wouldn't mind scooping up some cheap, some cheap collectibles right off the bat. Not at all. We're we're here for you. We're here yeah. for the people. So right. let's get it going. Let's do some market manipulation. All right, it's a one-time deal because after January fifteenth, they're really not going to be able to do it again. The market's going to be set. It's going to be forward. We're going to realize what this stuff's for and, and continue on. You're not just going to one day wake up on. June 3rd, 2023, and be like, oh, let's manipulate the market. So this is your one-time shot. You only get one chance, one opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be like, I, I know some people were complaining about some of the drops being early in the morning, you know, especially for like, you know, the, the West Coast people. Right. I wonder what time. Like, I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll keep the West Coast people in mind for that marketplace opening or if it's going to be like, 9 a.m. So if you're on the West Coast, you got to get up at six. So you say keep the West Coast people in mind. How about the same time? What are they going to keep the East Coast people in mind? What if it's midnight Pacific Coast? 3 a.m. 3 a.m. So 3 a.m. Eastern. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna be like at a midnight. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a set time during the day. I think. I'll put it this way. I believe you. However especially the route we're going, I would prefer it was 3 a.m. for us because most people won't wake up for that. I will have an alarm. I will be awake, and I will be as Gregory said. I'll have my camo and beef jerky ready so I can go on a snipe session as well. Right. So you know what I'm, I would actually – you know what I would actually prefer? And I think it was just because it would be fun and it would, it would be frustrating for some people. Like don't tell us when it's going to happen. Like give us the day. But then just open it up randomly at some stealth, point throughout the day. Drop. And like you just have to be on. Like if you're not on, you miss that opening. If you're on, oh then you God. you know, you get the uh you get the reward. So in my life, yeah, I like order. But in the real world, like in life, I love chaos. I absolutely love chaos. I love mm -hmm. watching it, I love seeing it, hearing about it. Somewhere deep down, I'm all for that. Like what if I'm it just all, randomly it randomly opens at like eleven forty seven a.m. Right. Nobody knows. Just, no one knows, oh. Jim. Yeah. It just opens up, and then like yeah. the one person who just lucks into it, they're hitting their F five. Right. It's open. They purchase. Yeah. That would be great. Boom. They get the fifteen dollar one soto that we they helped. earned it. They earned it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I kind of like that idea. I do. I kind of also would be pretty pissed because I, I, you know, the odds are also not in your favor that you're going to be that person. Right. And I feel like you person, have better odds though, like doing it random like that. than you do of 500 or a thousand people trying at one point to buy one thing. I mean, that's fair enough. I'm probably like for you and I, who are probably just sitting here and refreshing every so often. I mean, it might not be right. automatically, but you know, yeah. like, like a person just away for eight hours, 10 hours a day. Can't even get to a computer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel bad for that person. You can plan, maybe coordinate if you had a time. But for us, I mean, I might refresh here and there. And you have a better odd, like you said. And I'm sure, too, that person who does catch it, 
I mean, the first thing they're doing is not going into Discord and saying, hey, Marketplace is opening, you know? Like, they're making the rounds. <laughs> they're they're saying, buying okay. everything up. Okay, this and this and right. this and this. And then once, once they get everything, done, hey, Discord, by the way, Marketplace is working. Right. Yeah. FYI. <laughs> not really any deals to be had, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, yep. yeah, so it is going to happen this week at some point in time. And of course, on January 15th, it will be open live. You can purchase. Again, as mentioned, day one, you can cash out. All the good stuff there. But one thing we do want to talk about this week as well is, and the reason I'm wearing the shirt here, I mean, MLB is in a lockout currently. All right. And yeah, we could talk about the news about Rob Manfred getting a little, a little, personal and soft and firing Ken Rosenthal because he was cr critical of, of the league. Oh my God, how dare he? But with that said, MLB is in a lockout. There is no baseball. Today it was even reported that there's no set time to really come together and talk about it again. I mean, they did say the holidays are coming up, so there's not any meetings in sight. Holidays are over and there still really isn't. So, again, with that said, there is no baseball currently. We're not sure if and when there will be baseball. And it's been some questions we've seen in the Discord and such, and I think we should talk about it. Do you feel that the lockout might have any implications on what the marketplace could be, what the hype could be? Because we are dealing with MLB, right, trading moments, whatever you want to call them, cards, moans, whatever. Could this really affect this space because of that? I mean, it's an interesting idea and it's definitely worth, worth talking about, you know, there's, there's a lot of negativity surrounding major league baseball currently. And so, yeah, it's, it's a valid question to ask, Hey, is that negativity going to carry over, you know, into the baseball collectibles marketplace? Right. Um, you know, I, I, I was back in what the, the, the last work stoppage, I was seven or eight years old. So it's not like I was really understanding, um, you know, the ebbs and flows of, of, you know, baseball cards, if we're going to kind of compare something to this. Um, so I'm not really sure how that affected things. You know, at that point they were, we were kind of in the midst of the junk era for baseball cards too. So nothing was really all that valuable to begin with. Um, but I mean, to, to kind of, to just kind of clarify the point here, right. You know, are, are we asking, okay, right now, negativity around the sport, is that affecting collectibles? The only thing that I really have to go on right now as a parallel is sports cards. So like, what is, what are baseball cards doing right now? Um, and, and just last weekend, Friday, so Friday was the release of, one of the most important baseball sets of the year, and it's Bowman Draft, right? Bowman Draft came out on Friday. Um, and if you know if you're into prospecting, and you know by that means like collecting minor leaguers, it's a set full of all of the the draft picks from from this last draft. So none of these players have NFTs on candy yet, um, but but th this is like their first baseball card, right? So the checklist got released. There, there was some negativity surrounding it. They left off some of the bigger hitters in the in the draft. You know, if you're if you're into that stuff, like Brady House, Khalil Watson, those sorts of people don't have autographs in the set. 
kind of turned a lot of people off. On Friday, when the product was released for a box of Bowman Draft, it was 400 bucks. 400 bucks gets you a box of cards. How many is in a box? Just curious. Hold on. Maybe a roundabout or 32 cards per pack, 12 cards per 12 packs per box. So, so 32 times 12. There's 384 cards in that box. Um so that box of cards was $400 on release day. That was three days ago, three days ago. So you had a checklist that people weren't all that excited about. You've got a major league baseball lockout that people have a ton of negativity around the sport. Um, guess what? If, guess what you have to pay if you want to buy that exact same box today, Donardo? $500. Close. So three days later, $475 right now for the exact same box. So um, I'm kind of here to just tell you that if this is parallel to the baseball card marketplace as as far as you know values go and excitement around it, that's that hasn't that hasn't been affected. Um, three days later, we've already seen a 25% increase in the price of the of the product essentially. So um, yeah, so it's 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 doing just fine in the baseball card world. So I would just imagine these. I, the, I would imagine these two marketplaces are pretty parallel to each mm-hmm. other. It, it's probably the same people who are involved. Um, you know, we're talking about the same players involved, same subjects. So I would imagine there will be a lot of parallels. But I'm here to tell you that it hasn't affected the baseball card marketplace. So I wouldn't expect it to affect the nft marketplace yeah i like that input you know and that's one thing and i've talked about on the show i mean you very very knowledgeable in the actual like in in real life nfts <laughs> <laughs> the, the real life nfts yes right yeah so uh actually you know sports cards and such you gain a, you know you give a lot of perspective and knowledge on that end and that's what i, I think is kind of unique about i mean tops even panini nba top shot you know, candy, like all these sites that do this is, you know, you have like the the people like you, right. The people that are in collecting and they got into the NFT space because there's another type of collection and a new way of doing it and how cool it is. But I feel like you also have a lot of people that are in the NFTs, which I feel like I can fall more in line with this, that now find this stuff. And so like for myself, not in the sports collecting, you know, the member like the the paper cards, right. You want to say, Not in that space, I guess I wouldn't know how that market is, how that translates. You've said on the show, we've talked about it. And, and again, it's something we can kind of speculate right now, but we'll find out soon about the whole pitchers and, and batters dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the hitters go for a lot more money than pitchers typically, correct? Yeah. If you're opening a pack of cards, you want your good cards to be hitters, not pitchers. So yeah. that's good to know. Someone yeah. like myself, I would have no idea about that. So if I was sitting on, say, a Mike Trout and a Jacob DeGrom, I might kind of almost, I mean, I know Trout's still, you know, maybe about, okay, maybe a Juan Soto or a Fernando Tatis, right? If I'm sitting on Tatis Jr. or Jacob DeGrom, I might kind of look at them as like similar. They're both the same. They're mm-hmm. both one of the most elite at the position where yeah. in theory, as you're saying, and paper card world you want the tatis jr right so so the one thing like the pitchers will do well if they're elite 
Like once they're established that they're probably going to be Hall of Famers, the pitchers are fine, right? Like the Max Scherzer card market is doing great. The Jacob deGrom card market is doing great, right? What isn't doing great are your like your younger guys who you think are going to have a pretty good future. Like, uh, um, gosh, who's it? Like, like Trevor Rogers, right? Like Trevor Rogers for the okay. Marlins just put up a great year. It was rookie mm-hmm. year. He finished second in the National League Rookie of the Year voting. But Trevor Rogers cards aren't necessarily doing anything. They're not. They're not turning the needle for people. Um, so, uh, like, if you're looking at that sort of thing. Now, if Trevor Rogers does this for another 10 years, right, then, yeah, Trevor Rogers cards will will go up. But um, but yeah, until you've kind of established yourself as like a future Hall of Famer. Your your pitcher values just aren't quite there like the hitters are. Gotcha. So that makes sense. So like yeah. you're saying, like the well, as a matter of fact, um, let me go to my candy collection right now. Yeah, because I have all those set of pitchers. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, like, but, your Degroms are probably gonna do just fine. So, so, like, for instance, and this could be a really good example because there's a guy who's done really, really well. So, I might think of him in this sense: Zach Wheeler, fantastic year, Cy Young, but he doesn't have the track record. Certainly, mm-hmm. in a Hall of Fame path. So, Zach Wheeler might not have what I might have thought, like, just based on my nft experience like my my father's coming in he might not have the glamour as i might expect that's correct so like so yeah so if you were to take like a zach wheeler rookie card and maybe someone who's like a hitter who's like a similar value type guy but he's a hitter that hitter is always going to be ahead of zach wheeler it's good to know yeah but yeah yeah, you're right i mean zach wheeler was what runner up for for uh Cy Young award, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a good pitcher. Which he got robbed, by the way. But anyway, you could, you could debate that, right? <laughs> so he's a good pitcher, <laughs> but like Zach Wheeler's probably not on a Hall of Fame trajectory, right? Um, you know, like Kevin Gossman, same thing. Had it had a really good year last year. But like too. Kevin Gossman in the sports card hobby, nobody wants Kevin Gossman. Right. So you know, Gossman's not going to be anywhere near um, e- even just like your your average hitter. So like I'm looking at Kevin Gossman and and he's right next to, uh, let's say, Trey Turner on my list. Right. Mm, you know, yeah. Trey Turner is going to be worth more than Kevin Gossman. So that's interesting. So like I said, that's kind of the dynamic where like myself coming from more or less NFTs into this space wouldn't really know that. You coming from the you know your side of it into here, you have that perception and such. Um, and again, I think that's why it all kind of ties in because we're talking about is the lockout going to almost like FUD the projects? You know, are mm-hmm. they going to cause any issues? And from your perspective, right, you don't see any issues on like in real life sports collecting, right? And in my perspective, too, and we both can talk about this, like as far as NFT goes, I don't think it really matters too much. Like I, I feel as if no one really even cares it's happening. These are still, for the most part, really good moments, right? Mm-hmm. These are really, really top of the tier moments. I mean, they're all all stars, right? Yeah. Or the hand picked one prospect from every every team. We can debate that, but uh, you know, like they're still good moments. They're rare moments, and I don't feel as if 
people are going to say the lockout or fear the lockout and be in here and be like, eh, I don't know about getting into candy right now. I think for the most part, there has it's indifferent. It's no change at all. So I, I, and I think that's where we're at right now, right? And it's January. So there's, there's no baseball going on right now. Anyways, I could see there being some sort of an effect on the market. If we were to miss a substantial amount of the season, right? So if it comes down to it and it's April and we still haven't figured anything out, neither side has figured anything out. And so we miss April and then we miss May and then we miss June. So bam, you just missed three months out of the year. Then I could see people being like, you know what? I'm just getting out of this altogether. You guys can't come together. You you're, you're ruining this for me. It's not fun anymore. I just want to sell everything. And when you get people who are wanting to sell a lot of stuff, it creates more supply than demand, thus, you know, lowering prices. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see that happening, but we're just, we're not to that point yet. Um, you know, if, but like I said, if it, if it's summer, if it gets to summer and we don't have baseball, then I could see some, um, real effect on the, on the demand for this stuff. That has some real potential because everything you just said, I mean, so when candy had their drop, I mean, before they had their drop, we were talking about this a little bit. And of course they had their drop and we more or less started our show. Right. I think that was their first show was the very first drop. Yeah. So, you know, we did discuss how we're kind of bullish on this. We like candy, the project and such, but it's kind of weird and unique that they're starting it. Like as the world series passes (laughs) right when the off season begins, so it's almost like, okay, so what happens next? And, you know, they took the methodical process of we're going to get all this stuff right. There's a drop, but we're kind of sitting tight. They've done some stuff, you know, with the jerseys and the plays of the days. Like they've done a little bit here and there throughout. So kind of carrying on over, but it's not like it's been very impactful. It's not like they've released a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're right. Like that can only last too long. So we've made it to January. We're excited about the marketplace. Once the marketplace opens up, well, what's the next thing to look forward to, right? Okay, that's yeah. done. That's in the past now. So what's next? And I think that's where you're right. It could definitely impact them because there's no 2022 baseball. What are they going to release? Now, mind you, we don't know. This is this. Here we go into speculation and regulation again. But <laughs> that's, twice. that's twice. Shout out to Antonio Brown. <laughs> so the cool thing about it is we do know they have the license on um, – basically entire catalog, the video of video library of MLB. So they could in theory, go back and and pull some stuff out the vault, right? They could have some archive or vintage drops, do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that could, you know, help. Maybe they're going to do that right now in the off season until the season begins as well. Again, don't know candy for listening. <laughs> Ken Griffey jr. My way. I'll appreciate it. But yeah, that can go so long. If we're into June and there's no yeah. baseball, then you're right. I could see some impact. Yeah, because I'm still not sure. Like, I mean, how how are? I mean, we'll find out. But you know, what's their next? What's their next? Like, are they going to kind of go like a top shot and route where you have a series one, and so like 2022 is basically your series one NFTs, and you kind of make a whole set of them to go along with plays of the day it kind of sounds like that the plays of the day route they're going to be doing throughout the season i mean that just Mm -hmm. makes sense just every day 
do a play of the day from the, the previous day, right? Just, that just makes sense to me. Um, so, yeah, it'll be curious to see how they do it. They have the historical moments, so maybe you could even line it up where, like, if if it comes to opening day and there's no baseball, then, you know, you can just go back and say, hey, here's an April 1st historical moment, and you can go back and say, hey, what was something really cool that happened on April 1st back in the history of baseball? There's a hundred and... 30 years of it and you can find something right um and make it an nft right so you could do like a historical play of the day um you know so there's a lot of things that they could do without baseball but i feel like in order to really maximize the potential of the project you definitely want baseball being played fully agree fully agree there uh yeah. but you did mention and i think we'll talk about it too just just slightly but it has been confirmed so we did learn from kenny of the minimal announcements they've been able to really dis, dis, you know, discuss and such they did more or less state that there is going to be a play of the day so we had some taste of that from uh the world series right they had a play of the day of every game that is something they do intend to do and and you like again in real life tops has a play of the day as well right i think it's ten dollars you get a card so tops does like a tops really now play, it's called tops yeah. now and and yeah they, they come out with it typically every day where they'll they'll come out with something new that happened in the previous day yeah gotcha so and like ian so, mentions here the mlb the show kind of does the same thing where they actually take those moments that happened in real life put it into the video game right and then you have to recreate those moments so it's a really cool um feature of MLB the show that a lot of people like you know let's say if if uh, uh fernando tatis jr hits a walk-off grand slam right so later that week it'll that that specific moment will be in MLB the show video game and you have to recreate it right and if once you recreate it you get points towards getting you know some sort of reward through the game whether that be you know a, a souped up fernando tatis character that you can put on your team right so there's there's all kinds of things you can do with it um but yeah he, he does mention mlb the show has kind of been utilizing this concept in their video game for a while now so all candy has to do is have people submit their videos of them in the backyard recreating those moments and you'll get a play of the day from them is that what you're saying yeah, what if we just did it all on video? We just made <laughs> NFTs of our streaming video games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in real life. I mean, oh, like you're in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I want like you to recreate ball. it. Jim. You could do like wiffle yes. ball. Yeah. Yes. And you got to submit your videos to Candy, and then they'll get selected to get a play of the day. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. But yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's. It was inevitable for us, I believe, like to have a play of the day. I mean, it's so easy. It, it creates a lot of. Um, I guess interest to put it. I mean, you know, people like that. We see like with top shots how they do with reward challenges and such. I mean, just to have action every day to buy something. So it makes a whole lot of sense to to do that. And you know, like for us, you had that player, but this play could mean something to you. You know, like oh my god, I can't wait. Like you talk about yeah. with tops of times or whatever. Like that play is good. You just know that play is going to be out there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to get it because maybe it's memorable for you or whatever. So you get to have that piece of of MLB memory into your candy account. So I think that's where they can really capitalize on these plays of the day is, you know, you maybe maybe you're someone who you've never bought an NFT in your life, right? But you're a huge 
Miami Marlins fan, right? I don't know if they're out there or exist, but shout out Marlins. They're there. Shout right. out to the Marlins. So let's fans. have your hey, Marlins, like Marlins fan. Right? You're a Marlins fan, and um, geez, let's say you know your favorite player on the Marlins, Jazz. Let's say Jazz Chisholm just hits an absolute bomb, walks it off against the Braves, and you're all excited. Your whole fan base is excited. You know, you're you're in first place, and you just jump the Braves in the standings and it's a huge moment for you as a Marlins fan. And then the next day it's like, Oh man, I can actually purchase that moment as an NFT. That, that I think could actually get people into NFTs to just be like, you know what? I've never bought an NFT before, but here's an NFT of jazz Chisholm walking it off against the Braves. And I was there last night. I was one of the 400 Marlins fans in attendance and I want this NFT. Right. (laughs) And so you drop your, you know, 25 bucks or whatever it is to buy the moment and boom, there you go. You've got your play of the day. Jazz Chisholm walk off home run. Right. Right. So, yeah, I think Jay gets his debut first at bat home run. But I think that could definitely, like I said, I think that's a good way to get people into the space who maybe wouldn't have been there before. And they're like, you know what? Screw it for 25 bucks. Let me get this thing. True. Yeah, I'm all for it. Again, play of the day just makes a whole lot of sense. It has been confirmed. They will do that. Yeah. So cool. As long as there is a season. <laughs> because we don't know when lockout end. Right. Right. Yeah, we don't know. Hopefully. We may never know. Hopefully there's something. Because, yeah, I don't I, want to miss anymore. We, 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 went, we went through 2020 with, you know, 60 games. I don't want to do that again. Same. I don't. I am a bit optimistic that we will have a full season to some degree. Mm-hmm. I do think this will go into spring training, which by the way, by the way, the players won't mind. Like I almost feel like players That's are true. like, let's just drag this out a little bit. So we don't have to have as long as spring training. Cause I mean, for like, they've been talking about for the longest, how it's just too long. So I almost feel like the players might even be like, yeah, let's just, you know what? We actually do like these terms. Let's just kind of chill just for wait, a little bit. Man. Just act like we don't, right? Like uh, I don't like the period in that in that in that sentence right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some issues on this Oxford comma. Let's um let's rewrite this. We'll come back in a week. Yeah. No, I mean, because you yeah, I mean, do you need a full month worth of spring training games? The players say absolutely not. Players probably don't want that. Yeah. Right. I mean, the pitchers need to to work their arms up to you know five six innings, but can you do that quicker than a month? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. They say they can. Yeah. That's all I need to know. If they say they can, then yeah. it is what it is. But yeah, again, I'm optimistic. I feel like there'll be a full season. Let's hope so. Let's hope for our pockets mm-hmm. and my entertainment value come April. Right. And uh, hopefully we have baseball and we don't have to worry about this. But uh, yeah. So I guess moving forward from that, talk about play of the day, talked about the lockout a little bit. As far as candy goes, again, too much information to discuss at this point. The floodgates probably will open next week, though. So get ready. I'm ready. Um, What do you want to talk about next? Shall we? Do we just want to open packs? We got some packs, right? We do have have a lot of top shot packs. Or is there something else to talk about? I think that's everything. Not really. Do you want to talk about tops? You know I do. 
Can I just mention it? I got to get this off my chest. I just have to, Jim. You know me. I just got to keep it 100 because we just so down on tops. Just so down. You've, you've expressed your issues. I've expressed mine. They're having card issues again today. They also, as we talked last week, or actually two weeks ago, we talked about, I think, one of, one of the two, that they give us this free NFT. And we said how we'd be able to, able to open it next, next year. Didn't have a date. Didn't have a time. I thought it was the first day. You uh, pointed out that it just says the beginning of next year, right, in January. So, okay, cool. Uh, early January, which is like candy, same thing. Early, first week of January, we'll have the marketplace open. Cool. No big deal. Well, turns out today they posted on the Discord that somebody didn't know because not all of everyone got emails for this. So people were like responding back like, hey, I didn't get the email for my code. I didn't get the email for my code. Well, guy from Tops today was like, yeah, I didn't realize that I could send that code to you guys. Uh, I didn't get that email. Um, but sorry, you, you won't be able to get the codes though. But, but sorry. So no NFT for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Jim. I mean, I'm not expecting this to be anything. It's probably for some people. It's literally not a thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be a card with like a picture of Santa Claus in it, throwing a first pitch at a baseball game or something. Like, I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I have no, I have no faith in it being something good. So I don't know. Maybe I'll keep my, maybe I'll keep my holiday gift unopened and then I can sell it to one of those people who, who didn't get it. <laughs> so I'll just be a re-gifter. I'll, I'll re-gift it. But that for sounds a like a deal. For a a, you, now you know I'm yeah. opening mine. There's no way I'm not. I can't not open something. So <laughs> I will open it. We'll find out on some broadcast coming up what it is. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, hey, at least we did get ours. For those who didn't, I'm sorry. Apparently, tops is as well. All right, we I can was move finally on. able to withdraw money from my tops account too. So shout out to tops. That issue was resolved. I had to do a few steps, but it worked. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it is, is what it is. The very beginning shows, I felt bad. I was sorry. It was like, you know, we're going to talk some stuff about tops, but here's our experiences. At this point in time, I'm just not sorry anymore. Just, I'm not. I do look forward to kind of shit on tops here and there because I feel like that's what they're doing to me. And all the people. <laughs> so it just is what it is in return as well. I mean, people still can't even buy stuff if they want to. Right. Yep. So, okay, we'll move on. Enough tops. We do have some stuff on Top Shot to open up. Quite a few packs. So let's just get into it. Let's have some fun. Who's going first? Um, I feel like you never go first. So, okay. I think That's you should fair. go first. Yeah. So let me get my screen up. All right, here we go. 
All right. One thing I'll mention, I think I talked about this before, but as we all know, Jim, I cannot not open packs. Can't hold them. Can't do it. But you see this Look here? Look at you. Well, I guess Look at you bad. with all those packs. See that base two? Two common packs still here? That WNBA still here from before? I'm, I'm impressed. not opening up anything from the past. Season, series two, and I mean, well, I guess if I get a series one, I'm opening that up real quick. But like all the series twos, I'll forget like reward challenges. I'm this point on, I'm holding them. I'm holding them. Hope it works out, but that's what I'm doing. Good luck with that. <laughs> I think you can do it. I'm confident. I feel like it. But we do have some packs today. So last week there was the drop, right? The series three. Uh, release six. I think we each got just two packs, right? You got two. I got two. I got three, but I opened two. Oh, so you only have one left. I have one left. Okay. So, okay. So you had, you bought three. You have one left. I bought two, have all of them because I held longer than you, Jim. How about that? It's true. And then we each have the easy and medium flash challenge from Christmas Day that was delivered today. So let's do it. I guess I'll just, I'll open up the fandom ones first. Yeah, do those. Which I don't know which is, this was the easy one, right? Uh, the middle one. Yeah. Which this was just an awesome, awesome moment. Oh, God. I mean, I'm kind of glad they made this the easy one. So like, like so like people could have it because like it's, it's pretty tight. I'll put it this way. It is. All three were actually really nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the second I saw this, I mean, I think everyone just who's in this yeah. into top shot, that was their immediate right. response. This is this yeah. is a moment. 12, 5, 19. I think 17,000 were minted of this one. Yeah, right around there. Whew. I mean, in game, are you for real? Pretty sick. Like this one, a dunk contest in 94. Like right. JR Ryder. Yeah. And he's doing I mean, this in game. That's a dunk contest dunk. <laughs> right. Yeah. It won it. So yeah, pretty sweet. 17,828 were minted. Yeah. So cool. On to the next one. This was the medium challenge, which 12,000 were done. So the medium challenge required the top five scorers on, on Christmas Day plus three rare moments which i did have to purchase too by the way Five thousand ninety-seven. so also like really cool moment because mm -hmm. you're doing that to lebron james yeah Are you for real so I think that's what makes this a cool moment is the fact that, yeah, he's basically just throwing it down <laughs> right over LeBron. Anything that has LeBron in it is pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's LeBron and he just, he just dumped it right on his, right on his head. And I feel like a lot of people that, you know, are in the top shot, they kind of joke about, you know, LeBron, like maybe overused to a degree, you know, they got to all, it's got to be LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Like we see the date Dwayne Wade moment, right? It was LeBron in it. Mm. I feel like this is like the first, one of the, one of the few, if not the first that like it's happening to LeBron. Like right. he's getting posterized in this one. 
Yeah. That's a pretty cool, pretty cool dunk. All right. Make sure I don't All right. Series three. Now I finally pulled my first rookie out of series three last week. Didn't even have it on stream. Nope. Must be unlucky. All right, here we go. All right, good luck. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Three bucks. So how about I sold all my duplicates to Tong last week for his uh, trade tickets? Tong, by the way, Trash Cats, again, if you're in a top shot, go check out Trash Cats. But Tong traded into 350 tickets to get a series one and he made out nice. Yeah, he did uh he did well. Did you say he, had, he got Giannis? Yeah. Yeah. It's his debut. It was 1800 at the time, like 1790. It's a good one. <laughs> so nothing. Yeah, not the best pack there. All right, we'll move forward. Here comes my rookies, Jim. Three of them. Give me Franz. Nope. Cameron Payne. How many times have we opened a Cameron Payne? We might have all 60,000 Cameron Paynes. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got a, we've got quite a few of them. <laughs> There's nothing. Nah. Oh, I don't have him. I, I don't even know who I have anymore. That's a good move. Broke his ankles. He, he did the look back. Yeah, that was disrespectful. <laughs> All right, here it is. Nope. <laughs> no. Bradley Beal. And nothing right. too useful there. So that's it for me. All right. So let's do. All right. So I got. The two challenge rewards, the two fandom packs. I've got the series two pack, which we will open that tonight. I'm not going to be like you and hold series two packs and then a uh, series three pack. So let's start nice. with the fandoms. Just basically checking out serial numbers here. Mm-hmm. We've got 1225. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. So, 74-72. God, that's such a, such a sick dunk. Okay.
Yeah, it was like a hundred and <laughs> hundred and twenty-six off of a perfect mint. Oh wow, you were that close. All right, let's do series three. Yeah, so we can blow past it. <laughs> oh, look at that, Jim. Cameron Payne. <laughs> I hate him. He's useful in challenges. I think I already have one, but it's always good to at least have a Jason Tatum. I was going to say, he just went off for 50 the other night. Last yeah. night, I think, right? Nice cereal. Okay. It's a uh, limited edition. Oh, nice. D'Angelo. He's from right here in Louisville. I don't know if you know that. I did not. Yeah, he's a Louisville kid. And... Uh, and Fernie Simmons. Okay. That one's way up there. 59,000. I think that's my second D'Angelo Russell. So I none of those were new. <laughs> yeah. So I had all yeah, three. Yeah, we're all shocked. Yeah. I I that Russell I think is decent though as a limited edition. Like I want to say that's like a nine dollar moment. I'll tell you what, while you open up your S2, I'll look it up. Yeah. Ten bucks. All right. Covers the price of the pack. Yep. Okay. Series two. Let's go. Let's get some badges. All right, JoJo. He is in tonight's challenge, by the way. So the challenge tonight. Oh, he's already is, in. Yeah, challenge tonight is the first people to score 15 points in their games, yep. and uh, he, I believe, is in it. Yep, he is. So far, it's Kyle Kuzma, uh, Joel Embiid, and John Moran. So those are the three that you need so far. So we got JoJo quickly. Oh, that's a rookie. Oh, I didn't realize. I that. guess so. Yeah. Yeah, because series two. Okay, we'll take it. Oh, a moment. Michael Carter Williams. All right. Not a decent pack. Yeah, yeah, not bad. I think I had that Embiid, but yeah, not bad. I'll take it. Cool, cool. Well, that cool. Pretty much wraps up our show tonight. It does. So, with that said, next time we're here. We will have the candy marketplace on stream. It's a big deal. I'm so pumped. And you know what's gonna be I'm gonna be semi pissed about? They're gonna like do it tomorrow morning. Like when I wake up tomorrow morning, it's gonna be there. I'm like, why, Candy? Why? <laughs> if they do it tomorrow, we might have to do like an emergency 
podcast. You, you think? I'm down for it if so. Yeah. Because I'd be too excited not to. Yeah, perhaps. All we'll right. See. Well, it's possible. Yeah. We'll be possible. on before next Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, anything you want to say, Jim? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're all good. All right. Well, then we will see you guys next Monday or sooner. So, yes. Bye bye. See you guys.